The presidential office announced a major reshuffle of defense officials on Friday evening. Defense Minister Yen Defa has been transferred to the National Security Council, where he will be an advisor. The top position at the National Defense Ministry will be filled by National Security Bureau head Chiu Guocheng. The NSB will then be headed by Mainland Affairs Council Minister Chen Mingtong, who is ceding his position to former Minister of Justice Chiu Tai-san. The presidential office says the changes were weeks in the making. Let's hear from a spokesman. After weighing in on the international situation, President Tsai started considering this and seeking advice before the Lunar New Year. After discussing the issue with Premier Su Zhenchang, she made the decision in recent days following the Spring Festival. After two months embroiled in the country's largest COVID cluster infection to date, Taoyuan General Hospital resumed normal operations today. The reopening ceremony was attended by top government officials, including Premier Su Zhenchang and Health Minister Chen Shizhong. Hospital staff were in high spirits, singing, asking for autographs and taking pictures with government officials as a dark chapter in Taiwan's fight against COVID came to a close. Central Epidemic Command Center officials, including Chen Shijun and Zhang Shanchun, on Friday attended a reopening ceremony for the Taoyuan General Hospital. The mood was festive, with more than 100 medical staff celebrating the end of their isolation periods. Many took the chance to pose for a group photo with the health minister. The celebration comes after Taiwan's worst ever coronavirus cluster infection, which started on January 12th. A total of 21 people were infected. One, the mother-in-law of a nurse at the hospital, died. There's also one case whose source of infection remains unknown. With the situation rapidly escalating, some members of the public started calling for the hospital to close. We were all tested. Each of us was tested five to six times. The results were negative each time. The CECC ended up establishing a testing station in the open air in the hospital's car park. It launched mass testing of all hospital staff and put almost 5,000 contacts in isolation. Some of them were frontline medical workers. The government officials really took good care of us. I get all choked up just thinking about it. My family was so worried. At the beginning, I didn't dare tell them too much of what was happening. I feel very touched being here. I came here very often last year. Today, I can see that everyone is in high spirits here at the Taoyuan General Hospital. Friday marked the first time Chen visited the hospital for an inspection since the cluster infection. He said he was confident that the hospital could resume operations normally. Outside the hospital, already many people were ready to go in for medical appointments, seemingly unperturbed by the past outbreak. Medical staff sang hand in hand, an anthem associated with the 2003 SARS outbreak, calling for unity with medical workers. Government officials even donned special face masks 
made by the Taoyuan General Hospital's ER, commemorating the hard work done during the pandemic. I'd like to once again stress that the virus doesn't prevail over unity. Just look at the rest of the world where the pandemic keeps raging. Although Taiwan is a safe haven amid all the chaos, we still cannot let our guard down. With the cluster infection now passed, Taoyuan General Hospital is returning to normal operations as Taiwan finally sees the light at the end of the tunnel. Many Taiwanese expats who flew back to Taiwan for the Lunar New Year holiday are now preparing to fly out again. For many, that means they need to get tested for COVID-19 before their flight. A hospital in Taipei says it has seen an explosion in demand for coronavirus tests, with four times more people coming in daily since Tuesday. Amid complaints that the tests are too expensive at 7,000 NT a pop, the hospital says it may consider lowering the price if demand remains high. The waiting room for COVID-19 tests is packed with people. As the Lunar New Year holidays come to a close, many Taiwanese are getting ready to return abroad. For that, they need to provide proof that they have tested negative for COVID-19. There are so many people that the Xinkong Wuhou Su Memorial Hospital has had to move some operations outdoors. I had to wait about an hour. It was almost more than an hour. It was a long wait. The number of people requiring a COVID-19 test after the Lunar New Year has quadrupled. Usually, there would only be around 20 people willing to pay for a test. Over these three days, we've had almost 290 people come in. That's about 90 people per day. Since Tuesday, the number of people who come in for tests has increased fourfold. To tackle the big crowds, the hospital has set up a one-stop testing station, which provides a result within 24 hours. Some people complain that the tests are too expensive. I don't understand why the test is so pricey. In China, it's just 100 yuan. It's a big difference. The cost for a self-paid test is around 7,000 NT. I think if we adjusted them, it could be lower to around 5,000 NT. That would be possible. I also know that when Taiwan's borders are opened again in the future, there will be a lot more people who need proof of a negative test. When that time comes, hospitals will make adjustments to the pricing. The hospital says COVID-19 test fees could be lowered if demand for them keeps growing. It may be a long wait, though, as it seems unlikely Taiwan's borders will reopen before October. Cartoons are a big part of our imagination, but how often do you picture the actors who voice your favorite actors? While live-action actors get a lot of publicity, voice actors live a more low-key life behind the camera. Today, let's meet one of Taiwan's most versatile voice artists and hear from the inside what the job is like. Zhang Dunyu is the voice of Rex, star of the animated comedy The Queen's Corgis. <laughs> Here, he plays Nozumi Otoko from Gogogo no Kitaro. Zhang has been in the voice acting business for four years and often plays multiple characters in one project. Somewhere, he must have Conan's voice chaining bow tie from the manga Case Closed. Yeah. 
大家来找找看，他们四个人身上的共通点到底是什么呢？ In the Japanese anime *Butt Detective*, he plays the highly strung police chief Maltese, the dedicated fact-neck detective, and the narrator. Three voices in one show is a piece of cake. You develop a voice from the characters' personality and their appearance. I really love evil and weird villain types. Cartoons call for a big vocal range, while dramas require more emotional sensitivity. When I was a student, I think my classmates all knew. I loved to imitate my classmates and teachers. At the time, I didn't have a goal with it, but looking back, I realized that was all helping me grow. Zhang has a natural talent for acting, but he also had to struggle to carve out his career. Getting into Taiwan's voice acting industry is very competitive. Some actors toil for years without getting a break. At the beginning, in the voice acting industry, it is really tough. I'm very grateful to my teachers who were willing to give me a go when I was new to it. Despite the rough periods, Zhang says nothing makes him happier than giving his all to breathe life into characters through his voice. Well, spring has sprung and flowers are in full bloom across the island. On the outskirts of Taipei, there's a place where you can soak up the sight of 40,000 blossoms before going on a bracing hike. Formosa News reporter Stephanie Yang takes us there. The Dagoshi Waterfront Park is filled with 40,000 red, pink, yellow, orange, and purple flowers. There are French marigolds, sweet violet, and begonia. You can view the flowers from a raised platform or walk along the grass to get up close. I find it so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. And Later, my Facebook is、uh, more and more like and a reaction <laughs> because the view is so beautiful. Located in Neihu District, the Dagoshi Waterfront Park is a flood protection basin that's also open to the public. It is home to about 40 species of birds, which makes it popular with twitchers. We're mainly here for the waterfall. The park was renovated recently, so we made a special trip out here to see it. It's a great place that's suitable for children. Since the park is connected to a hiking trail, after looking at the flowers, you can also explore the trail. The park is connected to the Five Finger Mountain Hiking Trail, which can take you to Yuanzhi Temple and Carp Mountain. The waterfront park is a 10-minute walk from MRT Dahu Park Station, making it easy to stop by and smell the flowers. For most news, Stephanie Yang, Zhang Weiyao in Taipei. Eagle Boxing has become Taiwan's first franchise boxing gym. The brand is offering boxing coaches the chance to open up their own gym for an investment of just 500,000 NT. Top boxers hope the sport will continue to gain popularity across the country. We met one housewife who's put on her gloves as she took up the responsibilities of a boxing gym owner. Boxing coach Jia Xiaoling was a typical housewife before she became a coach. After three years, blood, sweat, and tears, she got her coach's license, and now she's opening her own gym. I spent a lot of energy on boxing. At first, I just wanted to set an example for my daughter. I wanted to show her you can learn a new skill whatever age you are. I'm 50 this year, but I can have the courage to go for my dream. At 18, Jia's daughter wanted to pursue training as a manicurist. Her mother followed her. Ambition to open a boxing gym as a way to encourage her daughter. It was possible thanks to Eagle Boxing, which has opened up franchise opportunities to spread the sport farther across the country. 
Eagle Boxing is the first Taiwanese boxing gym to become a franchise. You can open your own gym for just 500,000 NT, says the company. They'll provide the equipment, coaches, and take care of all the associated merchandise. A boxer has fighting spirit and wisdom. You have to face problems and beat them to survive. So boxing is an excellent sport. I'm 75 now and I don't have any physical problems, no high cholesterol or blood pressure. So of course I want to promote this great sport. Taiwan has hosted many boxing tournaments. Now the Eagle Boxing Network will allow the sport to put down deeper roots, enabling the boxing champions of tomorrow to get proper training.